Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm here, Jessie Ware, sitting, nursing, a really unfair hangover. And mum is here fanning herself because I haven't been able to help that much today. It's very hot. I've had the oven going since nine o'clock, darling. I'm really sorry. And I think it's not your fault that the oven was going, but I think I chose wrongly the food. Why? Because... I didn't realise it was going to be the, probably the second hottest day of the year and having an oven on for five hours doesn't help, the kitchen. So, tell the listeners what's on the menu. Well, darling, what's off the menu, if you'll pardon hey, the expression. Very good. Yeah. Well, first of all, the guests on, I think I don't think I've ever been more jealous. You... Yeah. Of anybody's. What, for his, the success of his brilliant podcast? Well, besides that, the fact that he's got, as you would say in the profession, such a good gig. He's, he's got a, a few good gigs. I know, he's, but he's a judge on the Great British Menu, which is probably my all-time favourite cooking programme, because it's all these amazing chefs and he gets to taste all their great food to prepare for a banquet. Yes, we have Ed Gamble from the off-menu podcast, judge on Great British Menu, and he's coming here to talk about his new book, Glutton, which is a food memoir. And we're very excited to finally meet Ed Gamble and to talk food. Lots I, he's of the it. nice one on the Great British Menu. He's the kindest judge. I wonder if he will be kind about your cooking. And then. he loves food. Yeah, his book, Glutton, I mean, it goes, the first page is about him being like the biggest greediest baby and it carried on I think the whole time so yeah he's kind of doing the right thing what's on the menu well it is a warm day and it's a late lunch so I didn't do a kind of big heavy meal I've done an onion tart and the crust is made with semolina and flour and butter that you heat up and then just pour it all in and let's hope it's nice and crispy because of the semolina. And then the onions, it's shallots, really, and some swing onions. And I've made confit roast tomatoes and some creamy butter beans with a herby oil to go with it and just a green salad. It looks really delicious. And then I've made panna cotta, which is, I feel a bit guilty because it is very easy, but I do think it's delicious. Um, with passion fruit and peaches. Would you recommend people that are doing 
dinner parties at the moment to make a panna cotta? I think panna cottas are fabulous and they're dead easy. I was always frightened of doing them because of gelatine, but it's so easy to use. Two and a half sheets of gelatine soaked in cold water and then you put it in, it all melts and it's delicious. And I think I've got the quantity of gelatine just right because I always get a good wobble. You do get a good wobble. Well, let's see how it wobbles today. Ed Gamble coming up on Table Manners. Well, we're very excited to have Ed Gamble on our podcast. Our major competitor. Yes, absolutely. And I you've mean, been this, invited. This felt like something from a gangster film yeah. where there's a summit yeah. set up and then I thought I was just going to be shot in the back of the head as soon as They're I arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Ed, you have... I don't think I've ever been as envious of anyone. You have my dream job. Yes, I think I know what that is. Yeah, on, Ju- judge on the Great British oh Menu. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't believe I'm doing that job, to be honest. Did you, I, just, I know how you got the gig, because you're funny and you like food. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I went and guested on a, guest judged on an episode because they were doing it about innovation, I yeah. think was the theme. And they wanted a, you know, just, I think they wanted a comedian for that last episode. And then they seemed to enjoy me on that. And they were making a big change where they were getting, getting rid of the old judges and shipping new people in. So I was lucky to be there at that time. But Fantastic. it is the dream job. It is. It really is. Fabulous. We're starting with an aperitif today, Fantastic. Ed. Only for Great British Menu people do we start with an aperitif, but this is quite a poor man's version of the mountain vermouth. Have you been to mountain yet? Not been to mountain yet. Freaking amazing. Very excited to go. They they have this amazing... um, You try. Is it Sicilian vermouth? No, this is not the same. Spanish. I really... I love this. But what they do, they do it with soda and they definitely do it better than this. And they put one of those gorgeous olives in. So, yeah, cheers, Ed. This cheers. Is a, cheers, you a, try it, darling. It's not bad. Okay, fine. It's Great. very nice. I think kind of it's medicinal. Nice. It's kind of dry and nice. Kind of going to sort my hangover out. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a hangover cure. We'll call mm. it that. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Where have you come from today? Uh, from uh, East London, North East London, Walthamstow. And is that where you live? Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? I had um, two... I'm doing this awful thing at the moment where I get my meals delivered in the morning like a... Why? Oh, because I don't have any time to do proper cooking at the moment. So do I just end cook? up eating crap or... I do cook when I have time. But if I'm like... If I'm gigging a lot and doing loads You've of other loads stuff... Of it's, it's, yeah, it's really hard. So So who delivers your food? It's like some fitness place. It's, Are we it's really that boring. Today? Yeah, good. So That's what I want. Have you lost weight? No, no, no. I, I keep it at a level where I don't lose any weight, but it's just so I can eat sort of decent food and don't end up getting delivery all the is time. Is it like called fresh fitness food? It it's is, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Pro Green was talking about it the other right, day. Right, okay. And yeah. I was thinking actually I was going to do it for my rehearsals because otherwise you just end up eating. Well, I love pro. It's nice food as well. It yeah. is good, but you do feel a bit a bit okay. pathetic picking up your meals from outside your house every day like you're in prison. So what did you have for breakfast from your little box? It was today? like little eggs. Uh, you know, like those little egg pucks, and my What's wife calls them like evil egg pucks. What is they, an they evil look like, egg? They look puck? like hockey pucks. They're like you know, you, they, you if you made them, you'd put them in like a muffin tin oh, and yeah. bake them like so baked like, egg okay. bites, sort of thing. Nice. Yeah. How Fine. many? Two, two big ones. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. I mean, I deliberately didn't eat the entire box oh, because shit. I was, uh, I was, I was <laughs> and ready that's to... hard for you, as I gather from your. Yeah, your, I'm just your book. like constantly thinking about food. So it's the greatest. Yeah, of Do course. you think it's a blessing or a curse, though? I, th- I think it's a blessing because it, I consider it a, a passion and a hobby that I enjoy indulging. And I see people who don't enjoy food and I just think they must have a completely empty life. 
Do you I'm when so you when you are in bed at night? Do you think what you might have the next day? Yeah, of course. Me yeah. too. Try and plan well, out the whole yeah, menu in the, the head. The whole yeah, day yeah, yeah. of what I'm eating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if I'm going out to eat, that's when I'm like excited the whole time. So where have you eaten recently that you've thought was fabulous? Do you go to any of the chefs that have been on the programme? Yeah, I try to, I try to, but then, you know, because they're, they're from all over the UK. Um, if I'm touring, I'll try and go to one of them. But the best meal I've had this year is Long Clume. Um, <laughs> I'm so desperate oh. to go. It is amazing. I'm going again for New Year's. Oh my God, that's such get, a what? great yeah. idea. Yeah. Are, you, are you performing? No, 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 no. Just... Just Eating. Night off, eating. It's a long meal as well. It's like a four or five hour meal there. Do you think it'll be fun as well? Yeah, or is so it fun. all serious eating? No, no, no. It's very, it's quite relaxed. So, and you know, everyone who works there is really good fun. And uh, yeah, it's me and James Acaster and Nish and our partners are all going up to Long Clume oh for New God. Year's. And you'll, ha- you'll be laughing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is your best course? I mean, are you someone who says, oh, I just live for the dessert. I could start with that. Or Absolutely you like this? Not. Me neither. I'm a starter boy. So on off menu, um, we, we're diametric opposed i'm a starter boy and james is a dessert boy love mains as well obviously but starters are what excite me the most i think yeah Yeah. and do you like vegetable starters or fishy starters or anything doesn't matter bring it all absolutely bring it all like i'll it it depends what i'm having for main as well so if i'm having a fishy main i'll go for like steak tartare or something to start do you remember last great british menu they did that thing with mushrooms and it looked like you were in the woodland yeah there was a lot of that last series that was uh, so clever it was fantastic so did you get a bit sick of foraged well because the last series was the first series where the starters had to be plant-based and the majority of western chefs i think they hear it's got to be plant-based so they're going with the most meaty thing possible which is mushrooms which is why um avi got who got through one because he's an an indian chef is very used to cooking plant-based food so it was just an incredible dish so yeah you do have the best job in the world it is amazing and we we start again next week i can't wait (gasps) Back to Stratford-upon-Avon. Now, but is that where it's filmed? Yeah, it's filmed in Stratford-upon-Avon, yeah. In the centre of England. Yeah, Oh, is it at the yeah. place where they do MasterChef? No, no it's, that's, um... it's in like an industrial estate in Stratford-upon-Avon. Right. John Turode, when he came on the podcast, he said... Well, no, when I, I went on um, MasterChef and was like a guest judge or guest taster, because I definitely didn't... I mean, I, I just was really excited about everything. But he said that he wouldn't eat all day if he knew he was filming. Yeah. Are you similar with that? Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's tricky. To, it'd be amazing if I managed to eat before because we start at like nine okay. in the morning. You're eating so by that my point. My first yeah. day I had breakfast before we started and they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. So we start at like nine, nine thirty and then get a dish every half an hour, basically. Oh my God. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, so like, yeah, a four or five hour tasting menu, you're like, <laughs> I yeah, do exactly. the Great British yeah, menu. Yeah, no, I do the, the, I've done the training. So finals week is the, the hardest because that's... That's four days in a row, and it's eight starters on one day, eight mains the next day, or eight fish the next day, eight mains the next day, and eight desserts. And that is the roughest day, is eight desserts in one no, day. No, that feels... And you're diabetic. Yeah, so that is normally... How very, do you balance it all now? Well, the, the dessert day is the trickiest one, I think. Do they allow... I mean, what can you... Do you just bring your insulin? I mean, yeah, I just inject when... when I mean, it's, <gasps> it's like thing. I'm a proper like ninja diabetic in that situation. Oh, Most of the time, absolutely fine, like, eating, because you can eat, like little bits of it I don't but um and you can sort of manage to balance it through the day but that dessert day is, is a wild ride don't you have one pump things I don't have a pump I've got a, a constant glucose monitor so I get my blood sugars on my phone yeah all the time but with the insulin it's just sort of it's years of experience just trying to work out how to how to manage so it so how old were you when you were 13 
oh, what a shitty thing to happen at Yeah, 13. it was. But I mean, I don't... At the time, I think I was a bit blasé about the whole thing. And also, my mum was a nurse for many years. So okay. she spotted all the signs really early. So a lot of people's diagnosis story is they end up in hospital with, you know, super high blood sugar. But I didn't have that. Were you thirsty all the time? Yeah, thirsty all the time. Lost uh, weight? Yeah, I did lose weight, which was a surprise for me at that age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that all went straight back on again as soon as I was diagnosed. So the care I got was amazing. Like the... From from the NHS, from the like youth diabetes centre, uh, the hospital was incredible. Where so. were you brought up? Uh, Southwest London in Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. So let's take it back to childhood. You loved everything. Your mum talked about you being kind of, you know, a hungry baby. Yes, bottomless pit. Yeah, love it. Similar to me. Gobbled it all up, absolutely. What was a really memorable dish from your childhood? Well, we were a proper Delia house. My mum, like real Delia House or Good Housekeeping magazine. So there's a lot of like still, I'd say like probably vintage Good Housekeeping magazines in my mum's house. Amazing. Because they've got one recipe in them (laughs) that we just used to eat all of the time. So there was one, I think it was a Good Housekeeping one, which was like chicken noodles and like coconut milk. And Mm. we'd have that once or twice a week, I'd say. And did you love it? Oh, absolutely loved it. Like three helpings every time. Always going back for more, like like spring onions and ginger and garlic. And who who was around the dinner table? Well, it's just me and my mum in the house, really. So, uh, I mean, we'd, you know, she'd often have friends over and stuff and, you know, or I'd go to my dad's for dinner. But at home, my main memories of food, me and my mum, normally chicken noodles, roast chicken. Do you don't have brothers and sisters? I've got a half brother and half sister. Uh, so they're with my dad. So I would see them, you know, every other weekend. I wonder whether that played a part in you being a good eater. Well, you came out being a good eater. But that yeah. idea of like your mum cooking meals for you both and it not being like peer pressure of other shitty eating habits from brothers sure. and sisters. Like yeah. you were... Yeah, I think so. And yeah, and then I was just also, she made a big pan of it and I got to eat most of it. So that probably, that probably helped. And like, she was a nurse. Yeah, she was a nurse for many years. Uh, and then for actually the majority of her career, she was a health visitor. So just sort of stomping around full and visiting babies, really. Oh. Yeah, a pretty good job. Apart, Are you yeah. close to her? Yeah, very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Does she watch The Great British? Baby? She does. She loves it. It's one of the things that I do that she will watch regularly. Because podcasts she can't keep up with. She don't, I don't think she knows how to get them. Right, still. Okay, I've, t- I've, I've told her. To be I've honest, Dad, if how I, I wasn't on one, I wouldn't, <laughs> listen to, I wouldn't know how to get one, to be perfectly frank. So you and your mum eating around the dinner table, her cooking these amazing meals. Dinner table, it, it was normally on our knees in front of the telly. Really? Which I, st- I stand, but I know people say it's nicer to eat around a dinner table, it's better for the family unit, but it's, it's exactly the same. You have a great relationship with yeah, your mother. Yeah, yeah, great relationship. So what Just were you what- watching? Oh, well, I was trying to remember the other day. We'd watch the soaps, definitely. Which, Did you? Yeah, big time. You see, Jessie was on Strictly. I didn't know half the people on it because they're all in soaps. I'm, I'm very behind now. Are you but good this now was... still with your soaps? No, I fall, I've fallen very behind. I'll, I'll check, back in at Christ- check back in at Christmas. <laughs> okay. So yeah. which ones were you watching? Uh, Corrie and EastEnders mainly. Oh, wow, the rivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't discriminate in your No, house. God, no. No, no, no. I no. love that. Also, Corrie was the funny one back then and then EastEnders is the, the proper gritty one. Yeah. yeah. So you would eat and you would then go to your dad's and kind of... Yeah, go to dad's you... on the on some weekends. He, yeah. Was he a good cook? He's a brilliant cook. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Also, he, he uses cooking in the same way I use cooking, uh, to be in the kitchen all day and not have to converse with anyone else. I do that. Yeah, I can't believe that of you because you're like a warm, lovely person. Yeah, but I, I have to save that up uh, and, and then I run out of that eventually. <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm having people around... I like being in the kitchen doing stuff and I'll be chatting to people, 
but I like I like having something to focus I'm on. I'm totally with you, yeah. and it's kind of quite you really can escape. Yeah, which is really wonderful. Totally. And it sounds really naff, but like it just is really. You oh, focus I'm on the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be a guest at my own dinner party, <laughs> and I hate, and then I resent everyone. By the time they've come and I've cooked, I think, oh fuck. <laughs> When was your last dinner party that you hosted? Oh, God, it was probably a while ago. It was probably a few months ago. We had James A. Kester and his girlfriend over, and it was in the sort of winter months, so I like doing proper slow-cooked stuff, so I did, mm. like, beef cheeks, slow-cooked beef cheeks and polenta. Delish. Um, yeah, fantastic. That was that's right on my street. And your wife? Yeah. Does she cook? No, not at all. Not at all, and she wouldn't mind me saying it. She absolutely does not cook. The whole idea of it makes her very nervous. Uh, of messing something up. What does she do for a job? She works in TV. She's a TV development producer. So she just comes up with TV ideas and... That is such a stressful job. Stressful job, but she's very good at it. But she's just not... Cooking is just never... When we first got together, she tried to cook for me once because she thought it would be something that she had to do and then was so stressed the whole time. What was the dish? It was like like a chicken curry. It was like a Jamaican chicken curry. And... Did it work? It was edible. But there was some burning of onions. I mean, we've been together for so long now. I think that's that now. How did you meet? Uh, sort of through comedy and TV. So she was working for a TV production company. And she, they were like coming to see comedians do gigs. And we met. Yeah. Where way. was your first date um, meal-wise? Meal-wise Did you choose was, it? No, it was sort of... I mean, we were both a lot younger. Uh, so I don't think we didn't know much about restaurants. How but long have you been together? Like 12 years. Okay. Yeah, 12 years. But married for two we went to it's not there anymore but it's somewhere we used, uh, I used to go drinking a lot with people uh, down on the south bank there was somewhere called Studio 6 it was really oh, near I don't know it it was really near where London Studios used to be right just down on the south bank I mean it was fine we went and ate there and really just I think we had about two bottles of wine and then we were drinking that heavily for the first I'd say like six months of our relationship <laughs> before she eventually went I don't normally drink this much I've been doing it to try and keep up with you oh. And I need to stop this now. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. But we went to Studio 6. Uh, yeah, it was a really fun evening. Stephen Fry walked into the room at one point. That's quite memorable. Yeah. I think maybe he's a good omen. Did you see what he ordered? No, didn't have a look at what Fry ordered. Too but... busy looking at the face of your future wife. Absolutely. And that's what I thought at the time as well. It was really creepy. I thought, you're my future wife. Oh, did you? No. no, no. Oh, oh. Oh, where'd I quite like that? It took us like 11 years to get married. It's, that's, that, was that because you weren't up for being married? No, I mean, I, I was always up for being married, but never, I just don't think we ever really thought about it until... How did you propose? I need to know all these informa- uh, we information. Were in, we were in Japan, so I decided, like, quite early on in the year, so, like, January, that I, I wanted to propose, and then we went to Japan in October. So I was, pl- I was planning it all the time and uh, getting the ring designed and made and stuff. How did she get on um, in Japan with food? Oh, she loves it. She loved it. Yeah, absolutely. She just doesn't cook. She loves loves food. food. She just doesn't cook, yeah. So, yeah, we got to Japan and I brought the ring with me and I basically proposed to her day one. So then it was like burning a hole in your pocket. I was like, this ring is not my problem anymore. Yeah. You have to look after this for the rest of the three-week trip. So, yeah. (laughs) And we're going back, actually, next year. We're going back and we're staying in the hotel that we stayed in when we first arrived That's in Tokyo nice. after I proposed, we'll that? probably go to the same place. It is like the most basic, like it's the one in Shinjuku that's got Godzilla on the top. <laughs> um, so that's why I've got I've got a Godzilla tattoo because what, because, because, you... because I, that I proposed on that trip and we were staying in the Godzilla. Uh, Let's talk about these tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? I'm, I've, I don't know now. 
You got a Godzilla tattoo yes. to remember that you proposed. Did you need to get the Godzilla inked on your arm to remember that? Well, look, I also think... Do you love Godzilla? Godzilla's really cool, right? Let me see, let me see but, if but it's Godzilla. Luckily. Oh, it's very... It's quite arty, Godzilla. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah, it's so, nice. Also, I'll tell you some more stuff about this tattoo okay. and you'll realise it's actually really, okay. it's really nice and romantic. Okay, cool. So, this was done by two people, Ian and Barbie, who are our friends, professional tattoo artists and artists in general. Ian did the Godzilla... And then Barbie did all these flowers. I like that. Yeah, and these flowers were also on our wedding invitation because Barbie designed our wedding invite. You're a bloody romantic, Ed right? Gamble. In this tattoo, and then the rest of them, that's, that's an eyeball. Thank you. It's quite a terrifying eyeball. It's an eyeball with uh, tendrils and the jaw. So there's no, there's no romance. What's that one about? I just want, I wanted that. You just wanted that one. I wanted one. that, so I got a man to Did do it Did your on me. wife suggest the other one? No, 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 not at all. You I thought, came up with this idea. I, yeah. So, okay, we really, it's like a real juxtaposition. Then what do we, we got a, oh, you got a skeleton. Sort of Dance of Death um, skeleton, Dance yeah. of Death, very yes. cool. Yes. Cowboy oh, skeleton. I love him. I really Cowboy like skeleton. him. Yeah, got a wolf there. Oh, God, yeah, I'm covered in him. Right, will you help Ed? It smells amazing, Mum. I hope so. Oh, Mum. Is it nice? That's a good pastry. That's... Oh, it's pastry made with semolina. It's really good, is it? It's made with semolina it's... and hot butter. Mum! Oh, I don't know. Maybe it Mum, it's, it's better than any of your other pastry. It's better okay. than your bloody Paul Hollywood moment. Oh, my God. That was the worst moment. Thank you so much cheers. for being here. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Thanks for having me. Cheers, darling. Cheers. 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 By the way, we didn't mention that Ed Gamble bought Astro Bunny, a lovely pet nap. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love I love that stuff. And yeah, I had I had it lodged in my mind from listening to an episode that you also like it. Well, will I Still like love it. it? Still love it. It's perfect. Will for I like it? It's like fizzy grapefruit juice. Is that wine? <laughs> Is, that... <sighs> Is it wine? Dick. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's just not the fucking like fortified stuff that you oh, that feed everybody. Yeah. Exactly. This tart looks amazing. I hope it is. Tell me what you think. I like the semolina. It's got yeah, semolina really nice. in the pastry. That's really tasty. Do you have some of those chefs a tip? Honestly, I think you could. <laughs> Let's go for it. What is your last supper? Starter. I'm interested by this. Yeah. We're going to have a meze? I mean, I do, I do like a meze. Who well, doesn't? Yeah, if I'm getting a, a, like a delivery or something. A tur- I mean, Turkish food is our normal takeaway. Where, 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 Walthamstow? Yeah, yeah. Which is your place that you go to? So there's a place called Gokyu Zoo in Walthamstow that's fantastic. There's a place called Goons as well, which is absolutely amazing. What's your regular order? Well, I will. I, we will get a selection of starters. So what or cold meze? A bit of both. Great, love it. Yeah. Okay, so meze, you'd go with that. What else do you order at your um, Turkish? So I'll, because I'm greedy... Like, when it comes to the kebab stuff, I'll always get, like, the one that's, like, a selection of loads of different kebabs, but it ends up costing so much bloody money. Oh, no. like, like, a huge foil tray of, like, three kilos of meat. The lamb Mixed shish, grill. the chicken shish, Sometimes yeah. the lamb is a bit tough on the shish. Can be. Mm. It's ro- rolling the dice, really, I think, It is. Sometimes. I do yeah. think that. You're safer with the mince. The mince yeah. as well is really good. Yogurt, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Adana. Really, the Adana's fantastic. Oh. Absolutely love it. And lamb ribs sometimes as well is like, Ooh. I love lamb ribs. Yeah, can absolutely go through a whole rib cage. It's fantastic <laughs> stuff. And what sides would you do with that? They always bring the rice and the bulgur wheat. Yeah. I prefer the bulgur wheat to the rice. I'm going like a pile of that bulgur wheat. 
But then I'll have like all the chili and garlic sauce. And... What about like, do you ever get pat lejeune sauce loo? You know, like the kind of um, mixed veg. It's um, oh yeah, it's sort of like the like tomato. Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that. really really good. Really love that. And I love the. Um, is it suchuk as well? The sausage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fantastic. I love this. Yeah, yeah, I like Greek sausage as well. Yeah. Okay, but is this going to be your starter for today? I think the starter would be the mixed okay. meze. So like some halloumi, the suchuk maybe. I mean, like taramasalata as well, a bit of baba ganoush, and like pro- proper fresh breads as well, like off the grill. Oh, I think that's fun. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, that's your starter. What are you going to drink with it? Well, do I have one drink for the whole thing? Whatever you want. My I question. feel like you're a greedy bastard, so you should have one drink for each one. Yeah, I should do, really, shouldn't I? And I like this. It's exciting. I mean, you can't go wrong with a sort of martini to start a meal, How really. do you take yours? Vodka uh, or gin? Normally, normally vodka. But I do like a gin martini as well. What's the difference? Well, well one's food. got gin and one's yeah. got I know food. that, but just, do you think it tastes... Oh. Do you think it tastes radically different? I think gin has more more of a taste. Me like, too. And there's so many different types of gin. Like, you can get, like, floral ones or ones yeah. that taste a bit peppery and stuff like that. Whereas vodka, I think really good vodka doesn't taste of anything. Yeah, it's just yeah. neat yeah. spirit. Totally. Yeah. So for, like, a bit of rocket fuel, a vodka martini is good just to really kick off a... I'm, we're going out for lunch for my dad's 70th Where tomorrow. Where are you going to go? We're going to the Ritz. Oh, I've oh, never fancy. eaten that. It's fantastic. Is it? It's wow. so good. I took my mum for her birthday. But we're, we're having lunch at 12.45 and my dad suggested we meet in the bar at 11.45 before Jesus. lunch. Jesus. Are you going to do it? He's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. It's going to be martinis, I think, to kick off with. I've been to the cocktail bar and I love that. Yeah. And I've had a dirty martini there and it was yeah. fab. Uh, like a dirty martini. Something I've still never had, but a lot of our guests have talked about, is having a martini with uh, an olive, but the olive is stuffed with blue cheese. You know where In a does martini? yeah. You know where it does a really good one. Where Rita's. Oh, great. And they think they do it with the stuffed cheese. Ed, would you like some more tart? Yeah, I will do actually. If that's all right. Well, I, I know that you like seconds and, yes. and thirds, so this is, it would have felt awkward if you hadn't have said yes. Sometimes I'll, um, I'll deliberately take a smaller first portion of something I've made just so I can go back for seconds. It's just the act of, the act of going, yeah, it just feels like a treat, doesn't it? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you just been promoting so much the book and it's just... It's just starting the promotion, actually. Okay, that's good. We did a day where um, I went round in an ice cream van with copies of the book in, proof copies of the book. Oh, thank you. 
How did that go down? Oh, it was so much fun. So, we, But we went to like some newspaper offices and then visited some friends and dropped off the book and stuff. So we went to Josh Widdicombe's house and Ian Sterling's house and a few people like that. Amazing. But visiting the, the offices of the newspapers was very funny because there'd be like two people in there who knew what was happening. So they'd come down, get an ice cream, get a book. But then obviously just word spread around the offices that there was just someone outside giving out free ice cream. So I basically worked a shift as an ice cream man. Such a big queue at the Independent. I was loving it. I forgot to give the books out. They've got a sweet tooth at the Independent. Yeah, loved it. I did think, you know what? If comedy all falls apart, I could be an ice cream man. <laughs> Master of your own domain. Is this your first book, Ed? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you decide to write it? Well, I mean, it's sort of a, it's a sneaky comedian's memoir. So a lot of comedians have done this where they're like, well, I, I want to talk about my life, but also my life hasn't necessarily been interesting enough just to talk about that. Oh. Well, if you didn't like it, Lenny, you could have said. Okay, we have not finished the Last Supper. Okay. So, we've got a starter, Meze Martini. Yes. Main. Now, I was going to say, I can't just say another kebab-based thing, can I? But there's just one, there's one thing in Edinburgh that oh, to me is... I thought you going is... on to a fruit kebab then, for your dessert. No, 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 no. <laughs> Save that. Um, there's one kebab shop in Edinburgh that represents the entire Edinburgh fringe to me. Okay. Like, I can't go to Edinburgh without having this kebab. Okay. Where is it? It's on Nicholson Street. It's called Palmyra. It's like it's got this yellow frontage. And comedians love it because it's open till like three in the morning. Right. It's proper, proper nice kebab. But they put it in a big wrap. I get the mixed one, obviously. The chicken and the lamb. A bit of salad, a bit of sauce. But then they wrap it up and toast it in a big sort of panini toaster. And then they wrap it up for you and I take it back to wherever I'm staying. And it's just, it's, it weighs about three or four pounds, I think. It's so warm in mm. there. And just the mix of the sauces in there, it's just amazing. Did you go to Edinburgh Fringe this? Yeah, I went and did work in progress shows because I don't want to do the full month ever again because it's a hellhole. Um, it's so stressful doing the full month. Really? Yeah, so I just went into two weeks, stayed in a hotel. I basically turned into the comedian that I used to hate when I went up to the fringe as a student. You? Yeah, absolutely. Stayed in a nice hotel, did two weeks. My shows were at noon. I went to bed early every oh night. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. So you didn't have to have really like acid reflux after the big kebab because no, you're not sleeping not. straight on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, Love yeah, that yeah. Yeah, I could have it for lunch if I want. Yeah. What would you have for your drink for your main? Drink for the main. I mean, I'm a wine boy. I do like a lot of wine. Big Riesling phase at the moment. Yeah, really? say. Yeah, huge Riesling phase. Comedians like Riesling. Jamie Dimitri brought one over. Yeah, he knows Why do stuff. you like Riesling? He, he seems to. He Why do stuff. you like Riesling? Uh, I just think, I, I mean, there's obviously a massive scale in terms of sweetness and dryness. But um, do you I, like, please say you like it dry. I like sweet Riesling as a dessert in place of a dessert oh, wine. Like a bone de Venise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. And I've got... So I've, I went through a bit of a mad phase of buying wine with the Wine Society and storing it all in their warehouse. Where do you get your wine from now? A lot of it from the Wine Society. Okay. Even Pet Nat? No, Pet Nat, there's, there's a shop near me uh, that is a natural wine shop. But literally around the corner when we moved in, I was like, I can't believe this is here. Because it's on, it's on a road where like, there's loads kebab of like, shops. normal shops. Kebab shops, like <laughs> a, a firework shop that's open all year round. And that, <laughs> um, it's called Gnarly Vines. It's a really great shop. Spelt so with a G. Yes, yeah, spelt, spelt with a G. It's so, pretty cool. <laughs> you should get it tattooed. Yeah, yeah, I will do. I mean, at this point, I don't care. Just get anything on uh, there. I didn't catch all the tattoo. Do they all have great meaning? No, that one does. And then all of the rest of them are just things I fancied when I was away. So I get them when I travel a lot. So the, the cowboy skeleton was in Melbourne. I got that in Melbourne. Ed, can I ask you something? Yes. Did your mum cry? 
she wasn't happy. Yeah, that's fir- how I would the be. The first one I got, she was not happy Which at all. Which one was the first one you got? I got this one in New Zealand. I thought you were going to show me your the- bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're on your legs, untouched. too. Yeah, it's that, like, magician sort of hands one. James Acaster did that one, the tally chart. What's the tally? Why have you got seven? Uh, because that's how many days we lasted on Celebrity Hunted. And w- when we were on the run, we went to Ian and Barbie's tattoo shop and he did it on me. Okay, so tell me so about see, Celebrity don't Hunted. Don't do anything that you're going to get tattooed. Also, I'm not good at... <laughs> you don't have to get tattooed. Okay. That was well, okay, it's tell not me, part of the format. Tell me Celebrity Hunted. Uh, so have you seen Hunted before? No, no. It's been on for years. It's a Channel 4 show where basically members of the public, they just go, go on the run and they have this, like... Uh, HQ where the hunters are and they will like hunt you down wherever you go in the country I'd be so shit at it because I'm lazy I'm not very clever at finding yeah I'd be shit where did you go in your and you lasted seven days that's incredible so we didn't plan it at all everyone else had planned it and planned where they were going to go you you are Um, like you are like fucking Jason Bourne well wait till you hear what we did first so we had to the first place we started was Shrewsbury Prison and we all ran out of Shrewsbury Prison how did you get out? Uh, well, they let you out. Okay, right. They, otherwise, it'd be a terrible show okay. if they would <laughs> lock the doors. Going, see, see if you can escape. Um, and we, everyone, like they got on trains. There were people on a motorbike. There were, yeah. you know, people getting in a car. And we walked into the town centre and went to a Michelin star restaurant. That is absolutely genius. We had a tasting menu straight away. There's, there's a shot of us sat there eating this tasting menu, and you can hear a chopper outside. That was so much fun. That Loved is it. brilliant. Okay, next day, was it like gastronomically? Yeah, well, we, they cut out a lot of stuff that we did because I think we travelled too much. I think other people were staying where they, where they were for quite a while. Did you stay in Shrewsbury? No, we went to Birmingham for a bit, stayed in a comedy club. Uh, How did you get there, driving? Got a lift off the, the waitress. Um. <laughs> this, is, this is wild. But they're, they're very good at like... Not telling you what to do, but like you have to facilitate it. Okay. But there's a, they're obviously like, you guys have got to did go. Did you have now. to give her money? No, I don't think we did. Not even for petrol? No, I think the restaurant were very happy did with it. Did you get her an with, M&S uh, service station? Should have done. No, because you don't have any cash. They didn't, you don't have any cash. You don't have phones. You've just got to be on the run. So you have to just use your charm and wit and nous. Yes, which is why we didn't get to the end. Seven days? De- well, how long? How long two does- weeks. It's people are on that. Oh, doing don't they need to wrap that shit up by that point? Like, okay, so but where we, did you eat in Birmingham? Uh, where did we eat in Birmingham? I don't think we were in Birmingham for the night. Actually, we got amazing takeaway, very handily paid for by the comedy club, from Tiger Bites Pig in Birmingham, which does amazing bows. Okay. That was great. And then we went so to... you went to the comedy club. You were really, like, leaving real massive breadcrumbs. We got a huge, huge clues. And at, at the club, we were, like, there were old posters of ours up, and we were, like, signing the posters to the hunters for when they saw it. It's, it was a real buzz. We ended up going to Marlow and staying in one of the Hand and Flowers no, uh, rooms. No, stop. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But that didn't make the edit. This sounds like a really romantic Oh, it was lovely. It was a lovely week. getaway for me and James, yeah. And Sam, who was filming all of it. And then eventually I'm like, I need a proper shower and I need to be at home. And yeah, I want to see enough. my wife and my cat. And yeah. I, so I basically went home after James got caught. Uh, and they caught me round the corner from my house and the hunters had to oh, give me wow, a lift you back. left James? Yeah. Well, no, James got caught. How did so, you, weren't you supposed to be together? Yeah, but we went to the Taskmaster house to stay the night uh, and then we prank called them from the Taskmaster house. I think we were just done with it. So we got prank <laughs> called like, them. Find us. They traced the call, turned up, we sprayed them with water pistols and then they caught James and I ran away and lasted like six more hours or something. It's really exciting. It feels like, it does feel like you're in the Bourne identity, but with more Michelin star meals. <laughs> now, um, from Michelin to this, I... <laughs> 
That is so mean. No, I don't know what it is. When I see a panna cotta, I think, come dine with me. Fuck off. Not a good panna cotta. No. This looks amazing. Fuck no, look at the wobble off. on that, Mum. Is there a wobble? Yeah. yeah it's great. Beautiful. Look, I've not tried chocolate fondant yet, ever. Yeah, it's panna cotta or chocolate fondant on MasterChef. You think, That's delicious. just don't do it, right? Mmm. Mmm. That's so good. Delish. Nailed I it. I know why you think panna because panna cotta is very easy to make. Well, I've never actually bothered to make it because the gelatine easy. and all yeah. of that kind of feels but like people a bit of a ma- People mess easy. it up a lot, right? No. This is a good one. I think this is... Well, mine works always. Delish. Really um, good. So you're going for a Riesling? Yeah, I think so. Like a dry, a dry Riesling. Okay. Any particular bottle? I really like... Prum. Prum Riesling is very okay. good. There's also a really nice Australian Riesling made by a guy called Mac Forbes, which is very, very delicious. But, you know, if I'm at a restaurant, I just, I'll just look down the list and look for a word I recognise and I go, that one, please. And then check the price and panic. I tell you what I also really ended up drinking a lot of in Australia is Fernet Branca <gasps> after meals. No, I'm not That's sure if you're that. ill. No, no, no. It's a Settle digestive. It settles the stomach yeah. after a big meal. Does it? It tastes yeah. like fries good balsam. It's thick brown, isn't yeah. it? But they, they also they do a mint one, a Fernet Branca oh, Mentor. Maybe which I could like, do that. Yeah, but I think if you're tasting menu, if you're feeling a bit sick... Would you not have a um, cheese board? Yeah, I'd throw in a cheese board. Yeah. Do you like but, cheese? Yeah, I love cheese. Me so too. What, what's going to be on your cheese? You know what I quite like? I like starting with cheese. It's yeah, what the Americans good. do. Oh, Jesse, why? But I, I can't I stop when I start eating no. cheese. So it's if dangerous. I start with cheese, like nothing else is getting so eaten. So what's going to be on your board? A very, very mature cheddar. For a start, Where you've got to like have the crystal, crystal yeah. like the Cornish crystally one. Manchego, for sure. I'm a, I'm a, hard, a hard cheese guy, really. Comte, like a really like 24 mm. month Comte. Then something blue, like a probably a Stilton, probably Not like a Costa or anything like that. I don't know. I like it's, a really smelly. I don't mind it. Like but it stinking that, Bishop. I, I quite yeah. like stinking Bishop, but it has to be in a separate. Yeah. A separate I, dish, nowhere near the other cheese. I yeah. quite like the, the oozy ones, mm-hmm. like a couple of them. Yeah. Do you, what do you have with your cheese? Quite often I'll just go straight cheese. No cracker, no, no apple. No cracker. But I like no. to have the crackers there as a suggestion. Jesse's hardcore. But I will, hardcore. I will go straight cheese, yeah. Bit of quince maybe, but not, you yeah. know, I'm not really bothered Membrilla. with that. I just thought the cheese, yeah. So how did you and James meet? We met on, on the comedy circuit, really, like as little baby comedians. Just Aww. you always end up like it's a brilliant thing because it's so sociable. You end up seeing people at the gigs all the time. I find it so brave that you put yourself out there to. I'd say it's brave the first three times you do it, and then ego kicks in, and uh, and yeah, and then if you're gigging a lot, it doesn't matter. You learn to just go out and do it, and if it goes well, fine. If it doesn't go well, fine. But what did you do at university? <clears throat> Philosophy. Oh, so that could work as. Yeah, to I, prepare for comedy. I, I think it's one of the only courses that feels like it does lead to writing yeah. something like comedy yeah, because you're, you're right. formulating your own arguments. Yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, useless degree otherwise. No. No degree's useless if you're using... It wasn't no. the way I did it. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely pointless me What was Durham like? Is it very <laughs> fancy pants? I was at one of the colleges that has a reputation for being the poshest, but I sort of lived outside of the college. But there's one... Well, I mean, some of the accommodations in the castle like there's there's a college wow. that's in the not castle. barnard castle not barnard castle no not barnard castle i have done a gig in barnard castle though. did you and um, how was your eyesight for that yeah absolutely <laughs> fine <laughs> how did you get there yeah 
I died on my ass actually at that gig, so thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Is it really scary when you stand up there and you look out and you think, how many people are here? Well, people are there. They bought tickets to see you. It's not like a festival where they don't know what they're getting. Yes, yeah. So they, you know that they like you. Yeah, uh, that's the nice thing about the position I'm in now, that I can go and I know that people are at least semi on But board. why did you die on your ass that night? That was a preview. That was years ago. Um, and that's what, like, because like you just did your work in progress. You, is that what do you call in it? Edinburgh, yeah, work yeah. In progress, and so that's yeah. you trying things out, right? Yes. And do you and tell people to not <clears throat> film? Uh, yeah, they don't really. Do. It's fairly respectful, my okay. audience, most of the time. So do you say it's called a work in progress? Yeah, bill it as a work in progress. Tickets are way cheaper than than they would be on a normal tour show. I tell them they're all cheap for coming. Let's talk about the book. Yeah. How are you feeling about it coming out? It's your first book. I feel very weird about it coming really? out. So why are you feeling funny? Just because you, you do, do feel you like work you quite hard on something, so, did and then you bear your soul. I don't. I, I probably bear my soul more than I normally do in comedy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, with you know, standing on a stage and doing stuff, you're like, you can be like, well, I'll finish this, and then I can get in the car and go. And there's no existing record of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas this will be everywhere forever. Not what everywhere. Did, what, has your mum read it? No, she hasn't read it yet. She has will she, read it. Has your wife Are you nice it? about her in it? Very nice about my mum, yeah. You're and nice take about pi- your dad as well? Mainly, take the piss out of my dad quite a lot in it. Um, will he mind? I don't think so. You have a good relationship with him? Yeah, I don't think I'll Just take him to the Ritz tomorrow. Yeah, come on. I'll take him a copy of the book as well. So the book comes out, when does the book come out? The book comes out on October 26th. How are you going to celebrate? Where are you going to eat at your celebratory dinner? Where's the I'm- launch? I don't know where the launch is, actually. Are you doing Bloody a launch? hell. Dawn well, we've already been round nothing. in a bloody ice cream van all day, you know. Yeah. How many ice creams did you have that day? I only had, I saved myself right till the end and then made like a massive mega one. And did you have a flake? Uh, of course I had a flake. And some. Yeah, for God's sake. Do you know, do they still do oysters? Yeah, there was, there was oysters, oysters. Oh, I love an oyster with a bit of marshmallow in it as yes. well. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Oh, we had all the stuff in the back of that van, yeah. No, I, I waited right until the to the end and had an ice cream at the right at the end. It was great. Um, where am I going to eat? I mean, actually, the night before it's published, I am going out with Nish Kumar to Kitchen Table. Do you know Kitchen Table? No. Is this the one that's very small? It's bigger now, so it was. It used to be you know, eight like seats or something like that. It's it's a like kitchen sort of like a chef's seating yeah. area, yeah. Um, but it used to be in the back of a restaurant called Bubble Dogs, uh-huh. um, which is like a champagne and hot dog yeah. restaurant. But then that went and they took over Bubble Dogs essentially. So there's like a bar at the front, but then at the back there's you go and sit. Just seen there's more restaurants than you. Sit at the counter, but it's the yeah. chef is James Napper. It's it's fantastic. But I've been there before with my wife, and it was it that is like five and a half hours. That's a big, that's a, you sit in the bar for a bit and get snacks in the bar and then they bring you through to the... And you and Nish are going to do it. So Nish yeah. is a bit of a foodie. Yeah, he is. We should yeah, get yeah. Nish on this. Yeah. I want to ask you about a really memorable taste that is pure nostalgia for you that can take you back, transport you back somewhere, happy or sad, or a smell. I, I mean, it would have been that, that chicken noodle dish, but I've already mentioned it, so I'm definitely going to need to think of something else. Snack-wise... I tell you what really takes me back is when I was first diagnosed as diabetic, like we had a lot of meetings with uh, the nurse who's called Teresa, who's amazing. And she, they're quite basic with it in the NHS. It's like one fits all policy. And they're like, if you're going to exercise, you need to eat something sugary before. So um, my mum went, well, you need to eat something sugary before exercise. What do you want? And I was like, Mars bar, because <laughs> I'm just greedy. We bought these mini Mars bars and kept them in the fridge. Oh, Ooh, delicious. Right? Yeah. And a mini, there is nothing, nothing nicer than a mini Mars bar from the fridge. Unfortunately, it was there for medical reasons, but I would keep going back and like popping another mini Mars but bar in. But if you had too many, didn't it do things to your Yeah, 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 it wasn't <gasps> ideal. I was very bad at controlling diabetes for the first sort of 10 years of being diabetic, I think. 
I was did very you ever end up in it. hospital? No, but I was just, I always did the bare minimum to get through, but now I'm way better at it. Like I, once I realized it is like having an extra full-time job, mm. um, like now oh, it's just. Thing. And was it genetic? No, I mean, I think there was like, my grandpa's cousin was type one diabetic, but that's the only one we could, we could trace it back to, but there's no, yeah, there's no other diabetics in my family. I'm the special one. I mean, how long have you had your patch for? Uh, a couple of years. Because my, they're yeah. quite relatively... Oh, Heim, you know, the Heim, yeah, SD, SD Heim. She has yes. one. Yes, yeah, yeah, she's she, got And James one. Norton's got one. Yes. Yeah, we were, me and James were hanging out at a diabetic event recently. Oh, a diabetic event. It's a real scene, guys. Sorry, you can't join <laughs> what in. What did you eat at the diabetic event? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, me and James had to do like an onstage, like Q&A thing, like chat about diabetes. But I mean, it was mainly people asking questions about Happy Valley. <laughs> well, fair enough. It was amazing. Like someone was like asking questions about Happy Valley and a woman in the back went, I haven't seen the end of it yet. <laughs> and then someone else gave a spoiler and it all kicked off. Oh my was like, God. Guys, I'm here as well. I'm <laughs> diabetic. <laughs> Have you tried the trick of dates, medjool dates and peanut butter? No. In the freezer? No. It's like a healthy Mars, uh, Snickers. Nice. So I you will could just do that, that and it yeah. may just like satisfy that, yeah. that, that memory. Jesse, it doesn't. It does. I think he'd be like, he'd like it. Maybe. <laughs> I might just get a Snickers though, yeah, to be fine, fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Sod it. Do what you yeah. like. Have you got good table manners, Ed? I mean, my elbows are on there right now. So Everyone's elbows. It's a yeah. wonder we're all just sitting up straight. It's quite a high counter, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I have good table manners. I mean, at home with my wife, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, the, phone, the phones are on the table. That's bad, though, isn't it? The phone's <gasps> on the table. You don't go on your phone meal No, times. but, like, phones are on the table. I think that's quite... Well, he was brought up watching soaps. Mum, you're saying that very I? judgy. <laughs> With the fan as well. <laughs> I watch football here on my own. With your elbows on the table. With my elbows on the table. It's my favourite sport. I will now and again. The phone will be on the table. I'm not saying I check it, but it is there. I check it yeah. and I get in trouble by my husband. Yeah. You were very good on holiday this year. Thank you. Do you like karaoke? I do like karaoke. What's your song? Well, I ruin karaoke for other people because Why? I'm I'm like a old school metalhead. Oh. Um, I got into metal when I was thirteen, and that was sort of like the new metal era. Oh, it goes with the tats. And then, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And I I really love metal. So. so, like, what would be your song? Would you even know? Them? Well, it's whatever they have on karaoke, so what, and so it's normally li- it's normally Limp Biscuit. They have a song called Break Stuff that I went to a friend's karaoke party recently in. There's a karaoke room in the basement of Bow in Borough, oh. which is great. If you want like a night doing karaoke and just ordering Bow, Bow. Yeah, you can just order it down to the you karaoke room. You really like room. karaoke then? Yeah, I love it. Jesse, I do. See, if my birthday, if you were here. Okay, so I'll go to Long like Coombe with you. Yeah. You can go yeah, yeah, yeah. to Bow with yeah, Mum and do karaoke. Okay, and we'll do karaoke. But I found break stuff on the karaoke machine and then put it on and there'd been some glitch where the lyrics weren't at the bottom. So it was just the video for break stuff. Still did it perfectly. Oh, um, yeah. And it would have been cool were it not a Limp Biscuit song. And if anybody knew it. Yeah, no one knew it. They're where does the name Limp Biscuit come from? I think it might be a reference to a rude thing. A flaccid willy? Maybe. No. Why? Why did I go there? Limp? Yeah, I think biscuit. so. Biscuit. What's the biscuit then? Well, you, I don't know. I actually don't know that what what well, that, it. Well, okay, you what do you think know. it is? You what do you think it is? Support them. You're a big fan. Well, I thought it was a reference to soggy biscuit. What's a soggy biscuit? Oh God, I can't believe this is happening. This is the what is a thing? soggy biscuit? I cannot believe this is happening. <laughs> what, what's it's, a soggy biscuit? I want to stress that I. Not I've never participated in okay. soggy biscuit. Okay, oh, tell us. How has this happened to me? So it's apparently a, a boarding school thing. 
But this is what I okay. thought I always used to think it was a reference to. <laughs> so right, tell Mark. me. Lenny, I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. I'm a social worker. I'm very broad-minded. Okay, well, apparently they all get in a circle around a biscuit. <laughs> and pee on it. No, no. Ejaculate. On a biscuit? <laughs> Why? It's a game. Apparently, they all start masturbating. They all start masturbating, and the last one to come on the biscuit has to eat the biscuit. Oh my god! I just feel faint. You're kidding me. That's not in the book. Are you sure that reference is correct? I don't know. We Google it. Oh my god, that's amazing. So it might oh. be a reference to that. Oh, yeah. I'm oh so, so glad you asked the karaoke question. And Gamble, thank you so much oh, for thank you very educating much for having us all. Me. Cheers. <laughs> Just as we've both got our fans out oh of your public expression. I am Gorgeous. Really, really lovely. Well, I'm glad he wore shorts and I could see the whole stories of his tattoos. Jesus, Mum, I thought you were going to say something okay. else. I, I feel like his Last Supper was very much in keeping with the heat of the moment. Turkish, lots of Turkish. I'd really like to go out for dinner with Ed Gamble. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Because I know that he probably ordered a whole menu. He's going to Long Clume for New Year's. I'm really How jealous about that. How did he get that, that gig? No, he I must he have booked, booked about 100 years ago. No, he's Ed Gamble. He probably can bloody just speed dial Simon Rogan and just say, yeah, I'm coming. Okay. Um, thank you so much to Ed for coming and eating with us um, and bringing Pet Nat, Astro Bunny, love you. It, uh, it, the hangover has kind of gone up and down, up and down, up and down. Maybe I just need to have paracetamol on a cup of tea now. I don't know. Um, but it's been a pleasure. Glutton is out now. Um, you can go and read it. Or listen to the audiobook. Um, he's on tour next year. He's going to be on the Great British Menu. He's touring with uh, James Acaster for their Off Menu Live. Yeah, he's Busy B. And if he has time, Ed Gamble, please can I go out for dinner with you and your lovely sounding wife who will let me finish her courses. That sounds right, unless he fights me for them. Okay. Um, and also, sorry, should we just... Can you email in to hello at tablemannerspodcast.com to just confirm whether Limp Biscuit slash Soggy Biscuit oh is what Ed Gamble thinks it is. Or is he just disgusting? Thank you for listening and we will look forward to hearing your answers. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 